three, two, one. Thanks so much for joining me this week, guys. This week, we're joined by Jackson Tippett as we speak about what it takes to become an influencer, when Jackson discovered modeling was for him, and the importance of taking social media breaks for mental health. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Macro Cat Podcast. Today, I'm joined by, with, by, Jesus Christ, can't even talk today, apparently, by none other than Mr. Jackson Tippett. Jackson, say hello. Hey, brother. Thank you for having me on. Nah, um, mate. Thanks really so much. Appreciate. Thanks so much for taking time out of your day, man. I know you're a busy man. Nah, anytime, man. I, you know, give my time to anyone, bro, and um, you've always supported me. And um, I'm not going to lie, I do uh, get a bit envy over your food post. So <laughs> I, I, we were meant to link up when I come down to Melbourne, but um, obviously that's, you know, hit the spiral with COVID, but I'd love to try some of your goodies in the future. Man, I'm absolutely, absolutely gutted that got that uh, that got postponed. You know, because you were coming down for Fit Fest, weren't you? Yeah, man. I think I think the whole fucking the whole of Australia, you know, in the fitness scene was coming down, and it's just yeah, it's just crazy what's going on in the world, man. I just hope it changes. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, it's looking it's looking like it's coming out, you know, within the next few weeks down here. So let's let's just have fingers crossed. Yeah. Now we'll dive straight into yeah. it, bro. Um, the first thing I think a lot of people want to know about yourself is, you know, you, you've grown a massive following. You've got what over 150,000 followers on the Instagrams. Um, but where did you start, man? Like, did, it, did your account start out as like a business account that you were thinking of growing or did it start out as a personal account that just sort of randomly took off? Talk us through like the initial start of Jackson Tippett. Yeah, um, man, I, just completely normal, to be honest. Um, just like your every, everyday person, in my opinion. Um, the account never started out like business. It was never set out to be anything. I actually was, yeah, I was just, I think I was actually on private. I had like 500 followers. Um, I'd post like the odd pick of, I actually posted a lot of food like you. Um, <laughs> big, not not like creations like you, but just eating out and, you know, all the cool, like I love food. Um, and then I posted a little bit of me and I don't know, I just kind of, I looked up to other accounts, like big accounts. Um, the ones that I did look up to, I'll plug them. I did look up to like Joseph Rakic and Zach Smith. Um, they were kind of the big ones at that time and Zach Perna, sorry. Um, and I just, obviously I was a PT at that time. So I'd completed my cert three and four in fitness. Um, I was helping people transform, uh, face to face in the gym, but I just looked up to these people and I'm like, how can I pursue my dream, make more money? but be my own boss kind of thing and do this all like, you know, from my phone so I can work worldwide or whatever it may be. And yeah, that, that literally was the game changer. I was just like, I looked up to them and I'm like, why can't I do it? And I'm not going to lie. It was not an easy process. It took, you know, it took years, but it definitely paid off and I definitely would never change it. You know, if I could take back in time, I'd never change a thing because I love what I do. But it just comes down to consistency, man. Like it was just day in, day out. The amount of time I put on uh, IG, which is where I perform my work through online coaching, modeling and podcast. Um, I just believe it just comes down to hard work and consistency. And that's like anything, man. I, I literally put in so many hours into it. And then people message you and they say, oh, you know, what's the secret or this or that? There is no secret, man. It's, it's like yourself, like, you know, you can't just create all this food content in a couple of minutes. It takes time. You don't feel the back-end work and stuff that goes through with it and the creations and the thinking. But 
I just wish people would realize that there really is no secret. It just comes down to consistency and hard work. 100%, man. And as I say, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Like, it's not like you've had the account for three days. It's been, well, you've been in the fitness industry now for what, six, seven years? Yeah, man. Like, I, I think even eight. And then even the first three or so of those years were just a, kind of a fuck around, man. Like, it's probably only been the last three years that my account has really excelled. That's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's really cool to hear, to be honest, man, because you never like I, people don't usually talk about it too much. I think some people think it's a bit of a maybe a taboo topic to talk about is like trying to grow an account. Um, but it's cool to hear that, like, obviously you put in the hard yards and you get there. Yeah, like there is, you know, you do get the odd person that, um, I'll break it down, you do get the odd person that will buy their followers. Um, so that, that can happen. Um, but you can generally tell that it's not organic. Uh, they won't get the backup with the insights on comments and stuff like that. Um, or there's another option where, you know, someone's usually gone on a reality TV show or been linked in the media and they'll get a blue tick and that usually grows their profile pretty high. But um, I haven't had any of those, man. So I've literally just, I'm just grinding, man. And I'm not even going to lie. I'm literally just putting the work. That's it. Take us back um, before the Instagram days. What was what was young Jackson like sort of in school before the Instagram, before you got your PT cert? Were you, like, did you pay a lot of attention in school? Were you someone who didn't really care too much? Yeah, good question. Um, honestly, didn't take really any note at school whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> thought thought, no, nah, straight up, man. I like, thought it was a bunch of shit. Um, I haven't taken one, one skill virtually out of school that, helps me towards my current life or job if that makes sense yeah um, mate, i laughed but i was exactly the same yeah it's i think too many people are i don't know even with people going to uni and then studying for 10 or so years after school it's like and then they don't even sometimes do the job they want to like they're studying and it's just like it doesn't you don't really have to do all that to as you know these days like to be an entrepreneur or work your own business or whatever it may be. There's so many avenues to make money. And I don't think you need to really go study for 10 years to do that. You know what I mean? I just feel like there's more to life than doing that. But that's just my opinion. I have exactly the same opinion. Like I didn't go to uni because I didn't want to study an extra three, four years. Because I knew like I didn't want to do anything that needed that study time. Yeah, 100%, man. Um, I love that they're on the same wavelengths. And I don't know, man. I just think... I think we're the ones that are smart, man. But you know, some people say you're you're not the smart one, and the ones that are smarter, the ones that are getting A grades in school and uni. But I don't believe that at all. Nah, it's it's different strokes for different folks as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, not everyone's exactly the same, are they? Yeah, no, nah, absolutely, man. And that's that's the unique and great thing is you can do whatever you want in your life. And I think you just got to pursue what you want to do, not what either your parents or peers say or what you want to be because of someone else if that makes sense yeah man 100 100 percent. yeah now um now in saying that obviously there are a lot of different avenues to make money you have your finger in a lot of pies do you know what i mean like you do a lot your time management throughout the day must be unbelievable how do you juggle everything that you do bro because i'm talking like you do modeling coaching you record podcasts of your own which we'll talk about in a second you've done mixtapes with divinity dj divinity like how do you fit all of it in um once again it just comes down to proper time management um obviously it gets you know stressful and um 
yeah, you do get drained, but I just kind of look at it with the end result. So I just know that if I, for example, if I jump on this, it's um, it's me getting another avenue. It's me connecting with you and we help each other. And, you know, yeah, I could easily say no to it, but I, I don't know. I just, it's something in my mind that I, I take on what I can and I enjoy it and it works, but it does take time. But, you know, you've got to put it in. Once again, you've got to put it in. I could, if I said no to everything, uh, I probably wouldn't be half the man I am today. Yeah, you'd be in a completely different situation. 100%, man. Um, I think too many people put down too many opportunities, and I think that's not the right way to go about it, if that makes sense. Man, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Now, when you, we'll bring it back a little bit. I'm just saying that it does get stressful and it does get draining. From time to time, I do see you take a little bit of a detox away from socials. Um, how important would you say this is for your own mental health? And how much, how highly would you recommend it to, for other either influencers or just social media users in general to take part in? Oh man, hundred and ten percent. If you're not doing it, there's something wrong with you. Um, you know, for the likes of myself, that obviously this is my income, and I do have to be on here to you know make income, but I can still take the time off. Then, if you're just some person that uses social media for social media and you can't take time off, there's seriously something wrong with you. you <laughs> that's <do> addiction. <laughs> you should do it, man, because that's just crazy because it's not like you have to log on to make your money. So you should just take a detox. doesn't mean it has to be – it could be three days, but I just think you need to take your mind off the social media for even a day or two and focus on other aspects of life. 100%. If it's, if it's not your job, there's certainly more to life than social media. 100%, man. And I've got nothing wrong. Like, I think it's great, but I'm just saying it doesn't have to be obsessive if it's not your job. Like, it can – you just got to – everything in balance, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. It's all about the moderation through diet and through life in general. 100%. Exact same, man. Like, you know, I, you probably get it the same, man. Like, people – what, your whole feed is just junk food. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but then do, do people see the other meals you eat? No, they don't. So they're like, you know what I mean? I'm sure you do eat nice, clean food, but it's all balanced. You know what I mean? That's exactly it, bro. It's exactly it. Now, just yeah. speaking on balance as well, you are an incredibly positive person, whether you're sharing inspirational quotes or motivational quotes. Whenever you talk to me, you're always so polite and so positive, like just a, just a glass half full kind of guy. How do you receive any hate comments in the mix of that that sort of get you down, or do you tend to sort of only surround yourself with the supportive ones? Um, it, it used to be a lot more hate and negativity, but um, I kind of stand my ground now, and I think people know that I'm a positive, genuine, helping person. I don't really get a lot, to be honest, and if I do, I don't worry me one bit, bro, because there's someone below me, uh, there's nobody that probably hates their own life or they're jealous, and I just surround myself with the good ones, bro. It's the best way to do it, man. It's 110% the best way to do it. Yeah, man. I just, um, if you're worried about someone else's perception of you, uh, you're not happy within yourself, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Because there, there are a lot of people that put a lot of self-worth on what other people think of them. But yeah, 100%. Eventually, like, it doesn't get you. Yeah, I used to do it myself, man, but it's like, there's just no point at the end of the day because you can't please everyone. So 
if you're going to try to please everyone, it's not going to work. So you've already lost the, the, the battle. Yeah, 110%. Yeah, just touching on as well um, what we just mentioned before, as far as any hate comments that come your way, but you being an extremely positive person, do you think people misunderstand that about you when they first sort of see you? Because, you're, I mean, you're a heavily tattooed guy. I think people more than likely don't expect you to be so polite and so positive like you are. Um, as in they perceive me differently? Yeah. Oh, 100% man, get judged every day. Oh, yeah, it must, think... <laughs> must happen all the time. Think, yeah, I don't think anyone actually, oh, you get the odd ones, but that actually perceives me as who I am. Um, sorry, how do I say it? So, yeah, they perceive me completely different to who I actually am. Like, I don't think anyone actually perceives me like, or I'll look at him and then they that like they think who I am is actually who I am because they just don't, just based on the tattoos and look, which is, I think it's just stupid, man, because you just can't judge a book by your cover. I know you hear it a million times, but you really can't. You really can't, especially like maybe back in, you know, 1940, if someone had a tattoo, they might have been a bit more rebellious. But nowadays you just can't tell, you know what I mean? Like if someone will have a tattoo or a piercing and they're probably a case in point yourself, mate, where they're just a genuine person. They're super nice. 1940, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> um, it's so true, but man, like they weren't as common back in the day. So it was, it was used to be like, oh, that could be a bike or that's a criminal or something like that. But Man, everyone has one these days. So I just think it has to be put off as, oh, wow, like you've got tattoos, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Like, I've not gotten many tattoos. And I remember when I got them, my nan was just petrified. She was like, what is going on? What have you decided to do to your lovely skin? I was <laughs> yeah, like, 100%. Just I don't rewind know. I a bit now. It's my skin. My skin, nan. So take that into consideration for a second, will you? <laughs> yeah, I, I like them, man. Like, you know, I'm... Not everyone suits them. Once again, it comes down to balance. But I've got nothing wrong with the men at all. I think that um, I think they're good. Hundred percent, man. My dad is a is a tattooist, so I've been lucky enough that he's done my tattoos for me, and so they mean just that little bit extra. Um, and all of my tattoos mean something as well, which means something to me. Other people, if they just want a picture of a giraffe or something, they'll more than likely get a tattoo of a giraffe. And I have nothing against that either. If you want something printed on your skin, then get it. It's, it's of no business of mine. Yeah, 110%, man. Um, I, I just think if you want to do it, you do it. If you don't, you don't. And that's all there is to it. 100%, mate. Now, I just want to touch on as well, Again, thank you for coming on and recording this podcast, but you also have your own podcast. Yeah, man, the I Am Me podcast. Um, yeah, it's going, it's going great, man. I love it. You're killing it, man. Over 100 episodes now with, with uh, Dom Kilworth, yeah. Yeah, it's 104, man. So, it's, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm not looking at it like that. I just, I, I really do it just to try to help people, um, give someone, you know, some positivity or, something to listen to each day and that's that's the main thing i love the feedback from it it's cool man do you have any sort of specific future plans with it or are you just sort of taking it where it goes um i do just keep growing it more and more um bigger and bigger guests um yeah i just i love it man because each guest i get on board it's like i i think i know them before i get them on but i do not know them like you learn so much off just like a 30 to an hour convo of someone um, and you build a connection. Like everyone that I've had on my podcast, I'm really close with now and I'm sure you will be with everyone on yours. 
Yeah, man, without a doubt. This is that's funny actually because I um, recorded a podcast with another influencer yesterday. I didn't really know too well before we started talking, but once we started talking, it became very, very apparent that we have very similar goals. Like our goals are very well aligned. And we even just like sat down at the end and we're like, wow, we, we're quite similar, but we had no idea at the start. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. And that's why, um, that's why communication over the phone is so much more important than texting or typing because it's a whole different response. That and I just find texting and typing can be so exhausting sometimes. Oh, 100%, man. I, I, think I, I think you've seen with me, I pretty much just do voice messages all the time. Yeah, and it's so much easier because you just hold it up, listen to it, reply. Done. The only thing you can't do is yeah. go back and read what someone's written again. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true, man. Now, uh, mate, just touching on your Instagram as well and the whole sort of influencer thing, um, what would you, what's a piece of advice you'd give to someone who is wanting to be either a fitness influencer or like a model? Well, find your niche first of what you want to do um, and be realistic because if you, if you don't actually think you can take it far, like if you don't have a unique look or you don't fit that criteria um, or you're just kind of doing it just to kind of fit into the crowd, it's, it's not for you. Um, so I think you got to really, it, it's like I, I kind of, put it towards like a bodybuilding uh too many people compete for the wrong reason um they probably never will make money out of it they probably never will take it far they probably will will never get a place in but they they think they will and it's like you've got to still be realistic you know what i mean yeah 100 percent. it's like it still does come down to genetics you look etc and if you don't have that as much as you might want to try or whatever you're probably better off just doing something else because it's a lot of wasted time for something that's not going to get any benefit or outcome. Yeah, that's perfect. No, because I guess it also depends as well, like what you're modeling. Like I know, I know perfectly well that I do not have any sort of face or jaw structure to do any, anything above the shoulders, but I could probably model underwear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And that's the thing. That's what I said. It all comes down to your niche. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Um, um, as far as like trying to be, I know a lot of people set out specifically trying to be influencers. Like what's the tip you'd give someone that's, that wants to be just, you know, a specific fitness influencer as opposed to model as well. Once again, just see if you fit it, man, go contact some brands. Um, you've got to go reach out and contact some brands and you're soon going to get a response of if they like your look or if they want you or et cetera. You know what I mean? If you're getting turned down left, right, and center, um, I don't know, like, don't take it hard on hard, but there's probably a reason, like, maybe it's not suited for you. It's very important as well. I think a few, there's a fine line between going out and asking every single brand in the history of brands to work with you, but if you don't ask, you don't get, do you know what I mean? Oh, 100%, man. I, I, the funny thing is, people think I get approached by all mine. I actually approach most of mine. And that's really? Me. So how, 100%, man, you got to go approach him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just, I actually didn't expect that. I thought more would reach out to you than you would reach out to them. Oh, uh, it's about 50 50 now, but still 50 50 is pretty crazy. Um, but at the start, man, it was, yeah, 99% me, 1% would reach out. Well, that's it. And that's, and that's exactly the thing. Like, if you don't ask, you don't get. Because had you have not gone and done that, 
you may have missed out on either a few paid promotions or you might have missed out on just any sort of exposure from the brand itself. And like if, if you're building your own business, which you have and you've done very, very well, that's things you could have missed out on just from being scared to ask. 100%, man. And there's nothing wrong with, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with asking because it's either a yes or no. Like there's no harm, do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. But because you've worked with some fairly big brands, like you've done Culture Kings, you've done, I'm sure you've done Stay Shredded. I think I've seen you work with yeah. Tarakash before as well. And then like maybe Jed North. Did you work with Jed North? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually just got a package for them today. Yeah, they're Oh, awesome. nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you've just definitely, you've definitely do done it. the rounds, man. Yeah, just trying to do a bit of everything, man. And like, obviously, you know, like, fashion is it's not just one brand like there's so many different avenues so you just kind of like it's not like you just wear one thing every day if that makes sense so there is a lot of variety out there not only that it's a it's an ever-changing thing is fashion something new coming out yeah. all the time 100 percent, man um it's like anything there's something new coming out all the time for sure for sure at what point like throughout your instagram journey did you decide that you know modeling was something you either wanted to do or something that you could do or a, a matter of both what, what do you mean by that so did you sort of when you decided to do modeling what was the point where you went i could do modeling i could definitely do modeling it's something i want to do oh yeah good question. um i think once i realized that i had potential and brands like my look um i was just like damn like let's just keep contacting more and keep shooting and see where it goes yeah that's perfect, man. As far as your um, your shoots go, because you must do a fair few, how many roughly do you do sort of in a month? Do you schedule them out and nail them all in a weekend or do you do them sporadically? Um, yeah, it's a bit different now, man. I have backed off a little bit. I did go pretty crazy probably for the last 10 months. Um, it was definitely every week. But I would do, when I say shoot, it's not like I go shoot for a couple of, like I would bring all my brands and it'd be like a full day kind of thing. Um, and then now it's just like, I don't know. I kind of do the same, man. I just kind of, because it's, you know, to organize photography and get it all done and it's very stressful. So I'd rather just rack up all my brands, get everything ready and then just go bang out a big day. Man, that's crazy. Cause that must be a long day. Yeah. They're, they're very stressful. Man. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, as far as. Uh, you know, the brands that you work with or companies that you've worked with, are, are there any that stand out to you as like favorite brands that have come your way or favorite brands that you've reached out to that you've been, you know, sort of ecstatic to work with? Oh, man, I, to be honest, I'm ecstatic to work with every brand. Um, and I mean that. I, I don't care if you've got, you know, 100 followers or 1 million. Um, I really am. I, I enjoy everything. Um, I'm not going to lie. I do love coaching. It's probably my favorite just because it's such a wide variety of clothing um, from, you know, shirts to hoodies to shoes to basketball, to jewellery to hats. Um, and I just, I, I do genuinely wear that most most of the time. Same, same. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just such, yeah, it's not like you just, you know, for example, with something like a gym where it's like, oh, you can wear singlets and the shorts. But with coaches, it's like, you can wear it every day, everywhere, anywhere kind of thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, they've even got active wear as well, don't they? They've got a bit of gym wear in there. So you got your street wear 100%. tied in with the gym wear. You got loads to 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 pick from with Culture Kings. And like their hats, man, like that's probably my favorite. They're unbeatable. Literally wearing one right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, man, you just can't compare with their hearts. No, no one ever will. The new era cups, they're, they're the best in the world. And Culture Kings just have a massive range of them. Like, they've got so many. Yeah, man. <laughs> bro, do you know how many they, like, literally, because I, I get sent their new stuff. Bro, they drop stuff, like, every second day, like, literally. And once, right. once it's sold out, it's, it's out and there's a new one in. It's nuts, hey? Because, and they, they don't tend to bring back the old sort of, not the, sorry, not the old stuff, but they don't tend to bring back the things that they like quickly sell out, sell out of. They'll be like a massive burst and if you snooze, you lose and that's just how it is. Yeah, man, and that's called like an exclusive drop and there's a reason for that because people get so intrigued in it and they know it's not coming back that they buy in. Yeah, hundred percent. They get their they get their pre orders in and everything, but they also get like I think what I really like about them. This is by the way, this to everyone or anyone that's listening. This is not a paid promotion for Culture Kings, but <laughs> just want to throw that out <laughs> yeah, there now. Definitely. But but they get some awesome like exclusives. Um, which, yeah, hundred percent. Which is crazy because like you think you know Australian built, Australian made, Australian owned. Um, to have something like that come out of Australia is actually just super sick that I don't think many people really think about. Yeah, 100%, man. Um, yeah, they're doing great things. They're insane. I absolutely love their work. Now, just a, um, a bit of a random question in here for you, mate, as well. Um, something I like to ask every guest I get on, and it's uh, if you could go back and give 18-year-old Jackson any advice, what would you tell yourself? Don't stress too much over the now. Um, just enjoy it, um, you know, just focus and enjoy what's happening. Um, I think too many people try to be this or that or they try to set themselves up and be millionaires or be successful, but they don't enjoy the process. Um, and as you know, nothing happens overnight. So I think you just got to enjoy the now. Live, still work hard, but still enjoy life. And, um, you know, I think everything will fall into place if you're a good person. For sure, man. I absolutely love that. Um, and one question I actually have for you is, ha- have you competed in any sort of bodybuilding before or do you have plans to? No, I haven't. Um, I've ne- Sorry, I've never actually, no, never in my life and I never will. <laughs> um, don't fancy And it. I've got nothing yet. Uh, oh, have you, first of all? I am uh, next year. So for the people that are listening, there's a cheeky scoop for you. Next September, I'll step on stage. Hell yeah, I'm keen to see that. Yeah, it should be good, man. Um, I haven't decided uh, where I'll compete. I really wanted to do it in Queensland um, just because, you know, up there is a perfect spot to get photo shoots done It went for when I inevitably want to do the photo shoot as well. Um, yeah. But also like to travel up there and sort of that sort of thing might take it out of me a bit, especially if I'm like sub 10% body fat, probably less than ideal to travel all that way. Yeah, 100%. Um, I don't know, man. The reason I look at it is, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to hate on it, but um, I just see nothing out of it whatsoever in terms of the only thing I would see out of it is more of a, a personal challenge where you challenge yourself to obviously get in shape and it'd be a great challenge, but I would find it boring and I'd find it, it would take too much away from my life and I'd find it would distract things like my business and my other goals which are actually making money. If there was a a check at the end for 100 grand, man, I probably would get on stage. You know what I mean? I love fitness, but I feel like it kind of takes fun out of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, dude, for sure. I think because I, and I see a lot of people that go through a six, four, five, three month prep, whatever it is, and they hate the process. 100%, man. And that's, that's the ones that I 
I'm just like, what are you doing kind of thing. Um, but if you genuinely want to do it, you enjoy it. Um, I'm all for it, man. I've got nothing against it. But what I'm trying to say is 90, oh, sorry, not 90, what am I saying? Like, I reckon 80% of people don't enjoy it. And I'm being straight up on it. Yeah, that, that percentage, like even at an estimate, really wouldn't surprise me at all. Because think about it. How many people sort of do their first show and then they never do another one? Like they, they may love their fitness. They love going to the gym. But they, they step on stage once, go, yep, that was it, done that, personal goal, ticked off the list, and they'll never do it again. Or what they do is they, you know, they do get lean, but then they never get back in that shape again. They blow out, uh, they yo-yo diet, they get a bad habit with eating, and that's, that's what I hate about it. That's the scary part, man, for sure. That's something, because I, I originally wanted to compete in, in 2020. Obviously, no one competed in 2020, so it didn't matter too much, but... I didn't realize how poor my relationship with food was at the time. And now when I look back, I'm just so grateful, not for COVID, so to speak, but that I didn't get the chance to compete because I would have destroyed myself, absolutely destroyed myself. Yeah, it, it's, man, it's a massive challenge like to get. And, you know, obviously I probably think it's such a challenge because if I was to get on stage, I would be absolutely killed for both. Um, a lot of people don't get that, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, 100%. To get killed to the bone, man, like I've been pretty, pretty lean. It is very, very hard and very hard on the body. Very, very hard on the body. Because you're essentially starving yourself. Like it's, it's what it oh, is. 100%, man. <laughs> yeah, the body, the body doesn't want to be like that. So it's, um, it's against every grain, to be honest, even hormonally. So yeah, it's very hard. Very, very hard. I think for a lot of people who do do it, um, one, they blow out at the end, as you said, they rebound, they yo-yo diet, they, they get not so much huge, but they'll put on like 20 kilos in the space of a month. Um, it's either that or they get too attached with being lean and they try to keep it for too long. Yeah, that's the worst one, man. Is you probably only can stay at that condition for one to two weeks top. Oh, absolute maximum, mate. There's no way. I know, I already know when I do it that, coming like post show is going to be a lot harder than the prep. And that's something I'm, I'm kind I'm like ready to prepare myself for. Obviously I'm not prepared for it because I haven't done it before, but it's something I'm very, very conscious of. And that's where the reverse dining comes so crucial um, in, in, into it. Yeah. hundred percent. A very underappreciated. I mean, it's getting a little bit bigger now, the term, you know, reverse dieting, but it's, it's a very underappreciated method because I feel like a lot of people, you know, finish their show, they haven't had a cheat meal in however many weeks and they just start pounding palatable food into their face, which tends to be higher calorie. Oh, 100%, man. I've actually been there and done it when I was pretty lean. It's just, um, you physically can't control it, man. You, you left it in your girl and then like, you just, you just want to crave and eat everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, man. I've been, I've been there as well. I've spoken about it loads of times where, you know, I've, I've been pretty damn lean and then my calories were just too low and I've just, I've clicked and then eaten a whole jar of Biscoff and six donuts and two burgers and you can't control it. And, and it's probably one of the scariest things mentally that I've had to go through is this feeling that I need to put food inside me and I have no control over it and I'm full, but my brain is telling me to keep eating, keep eating, keep eating. You just can't stop. And then you just regret it hard after. And you feel terrible and then you restrict and then you do cardio and then you do a massive loop and you do the same thing again and again. Oh my God, literally, man, yo-yo effect. Yeah, it's 
it's a, it's a very, very dangerous cycle to be in. And I don't wish that upon my worst enemy, to be honest. It was so painful. Yeah, 100%. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, mate, I won't keep you too much longer because obviously, you know, you're a busy man. You've got things to do. But I do have a couple of closing questions for you. <clears throat> now, the first one is what does success look like to Jackson Tippett? Success is, um, yeah, let me think. Success is having an ongoing um, income and revenue without doing the hard work. Like, so you could just have an ongoing uh, residual income without actually putting in the work. So you could have a business running or whatever it may be. Success also is owning a house. Too many people rent, and that's um, something you shouldn't be doing for the rest of your life. Success is being happy and potentially having a family. Um, and just being a good person. I, I think if you have all those four things, um, I, I feel like you're successful. Covered all basis, man. I really like that. That was really good. Um, and last one, mate. If you, could rem- if you could be remembered for one thing, what would you like it to be? Just being genuine, caring, and real. That's basically it, man. Just real and authentic. No, no fake bullshit here. I think that's one thing I noticed about you. It's, it's not oh, well, I've noticed since the moment I started following you. And I followed you... Um, funnily enough, on my personal account for like years. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely one thing I noticed throughout speaking through you, throughout seeing, you know, even just your stories on Instagram and your posts on Instagram. Although Instagram is a highlight reel, you can tell you're a genuine person throughout. And it's really cool to see because you never change. You don't have like good days and bad days where sometimes you're this happy go Larry kind of guy who is very positive. And then some days, you know, you're down in the dumps and hating life. Like you're always consistently the same person. And I think that displays such a huge um, authenticity is all it displays. Yeah, man. I feel like too many people just, they put on this face, try to please someone or do something else. But I think you should just be, literally just be your own person. Like, you know what I mean? If someone likes you, they like you. If they don't, they don't. That's it, man. You can, and you can pick your friends. Like you don't have to hang around those people. 100%, man. Um, I don't know. I think that's the best advice. Just be you, man, and the right people will follow. 100%. I, mean, I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Now, uh, as a bit of a closer, mate, plug your socials. Tell us, tell the people where they can find you. Appreciate it, brother. Um, so, yeah, just my socials is at I am Jackson Tippett. It's just all one word. And just everything is, everything is on there um, from my coaching to my modeling, my podcast. It's all in my bio on my website. So, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely reply to everyone. And, um, man, it's been a pleasure having, um, coming on. I really appreciate it. Absolute legend, mate. Thanks so much again. Thank you to absolutely everyone who has tuned in and made it this far. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I know there's tens of thousands of podcasts out there that you could have listened to, including the I Am Me podcast. Go check that out while you're here. Thank you so much for tuning in again, and I'll speak to you in the next one.